Ephesians uh, chapter 5, verse 1. That's where we're going to be tonight. I love Ephesians. If I uh, had to pick one book of the Bible uh, to be stranded on an island with, it would probably be Ephesians. Uh, Paul does uh, an amazing job in Ephesians. If If you're new to reading the Bible or whatever, I would encourage you to spend some time in Ephesians. Read all of Ephesians. It's just such a great book. Has so many good things to talk about. Let's uh, let's go to Ephesians five. I think the verses are going to pop up on the screen. Uh, if you don't have your Bible with you tonight, uh, Ephesians chapter five, verse one. It says this. It says, "Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, as dearly loved children." Can I tell you tonight that you are dearly loved by God? That's good news. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you there, should, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should, nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. But rather thanksgiving. We're going to talk about this for a few minutes, and then uh, we're going to head out. But let's just pray uh, one last time just to bless the service. God, we love you. We thank you, God, for uh, just your protection, God. We thank you for bringing us all here tonight, Father. And I just pray that you would challenge us and change us by your word tonight, Father God, that, that everyone here tonight would be impacted, have a fresh revelation of just your grace and your mercy in our lives, God. And we pray for our, our pastor as he's traveling and, and seeing his family, God, and um, God, we just pray a special blessing and rest, and, and God, that you would just bring them back safely this weekend, Father God, and all the families that are traveling for uh, spring break, Father God, we pray uh, just protection over them in the name of Jesus, Father God. We love you because you are amazing, God, and we love you for what you've done for us on the cross, and we just give you all the honor and glory, and we all said, amen, amen. We're going to have a video play for you. says, be imitators of God. Be imitators of God. Paul's writing to the Ephesians, be imitators of God. Therefore, as dearly loved 
children. Have you ever heard the the saying, uh, monkey see, monkey do? My grandmother would always tell me this uh, about me and my grandfather because everywhere he went, I was soon to be behind him and and doing whatever he was doing or trying to do whatever he was doing. Um, He was a father figure in my life and uh, growing up, he he took me fishing and we'd go fishing together. Uh, There wasn't anything he couldn't fix. He's just one of those men that grew up and and, uh, was a renaissance man and uh, served in the army and uh, old the navy, and, and he's just a, an amazing person. And uh, I remember one time uh, we was staying the night, and my grandfather always had a little pocket knife because he had a, he always had like a knife on him because in the garden we would cut okra and uh, pick tomatoes and, and whatnot. And so I, I wanted to be just like him, but I was I was little. I uh, shouldn't have had a pocket knife, but I was like, Granddad, can I, can I see your pocket knife? I need to do something. And, and uh, he's like, sure, and hands it to me. And it wasn't huge, but it's just a little knife. And me being small, uh, I don't even remember what I was doing, but I was doing something probably I shouldn't have been doing. And I ended up cutting my finger, and I'm like, oh, you know, I was bleeding. And my grandma sprung to action and, and gave me some Band-Aids and you know, first aid and, and then let my grandfather have it for <laughs> for giving me a pocket knife. Uh, but monkey see, monkey do. We imitate things that we see as we saw this video. And we saw mostly good things. I don't know if you picked up on it, but there was uh, one, uh, the mother was out, outside smoking and her, her daughter was, was imitating that. And uh, But we, we see and we, what we see, we imitate in culture. When when we see these celebrities a lot of times, we imitate how they dress, especially young people. We imitate how they, they speak. We, we pick up on these things. We, we imitate what we see. And Paul is writing to the people in Ephesus to be imitators of God. He's, he's, he's trying to, to use something to express how they should uh, imitate God because this is a timeless uh, principle really. Think about Ephesus. It was a, 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 a main trade spot. It had a lot of people. It was almost like Atlanta or maybe even like New York. It was a, a great city, and, and they had a lot of people that did a lot of different trades, and they had silversmiths and, and people that worked with leather and, and uh, people that farmers. And, and so I imagine that, that he's telling these people just like you're, you're training your kids. I can imagine a, a, a Ephesus man training his kid on how to, to work with metal, you know, uh, and his son is imitating this. So Paul's trying to say, imitate God, therefore, as dearly loved children. I want to talk about this word, dearly loved, because in the Greek, it's actually one word. The word in the Greek is agapitos. It's uh, the root word is agape, which we translate into love, which in the in the King James actually translated into charity. Uh, but the the idea behind it is it's not so much the love like we understand love. This this because in the world and growing up and, and, and especially in America, love is is to satisfy desires. But this love that God has for us is is much different. And agape, agapitos, literally means dear, dearly loved. It means it's a special kind of love. It's not the same love that 
that it's a, a, a love that a, a father would have for their, their son. It'd be a love that a parent has for their, their daughter, uh, their son. I have four daughters. I love them to death. They're like my favorite people in the world, literally. My favorite. I'd rather hang out with them. They're so funny, and they they get me, you know, and uh, and so they they imitate me. We we're always doing stuff, and and uh, Layla, she she has my same kind of sense of humor. She's a little sarcastic sometimes, and uh, and so uh, they imitate the things that we do. Even some of the things that we say, you know, they, they they'll end up repeating. I mean, kids repeat words. Amen. I don't know if you've seen this video. It's it's on the uh, it's on the interwebs, on the Facebooks and all that. Uh, but it's this little girl, and she she's telling um, she told her teacher that her dad grows weeds or grows weed, and uh, and uh, and so what she you know and she's heard her dad talk about having weed in the yards, weeds you know, and, and it's, it's springtime. We all I know most of my yard is weeds right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me if you ever walk drive by my house, but uh, it's just the truth. And, and she's like, she's she's pointing out all this weed. She she uh, it's not real weed; it's just weeds in the yard. She heard her dad speaking this and and talking about this, and so she goes to school and begins to to uh, you know say that to her teacher that my dad grows weed, and uh, and so uh, our our children are imitating us. This is a great example of Paul saying, be imitators of God, therefore as not just children, but as dearly loved children. The, this same word, agapitos, Paul, or, uh, the, the Bible uses it as uh, when God refers to Jesus. This, this dear love, it's, it's something more special than just a love. It, it's, it's dearly loved children. That's good news. I, I, I think the world just needs to know that, that you're loved. You're loved. No matter what you do as children, you're loved. We have a heavenly father that loves you tonight. That's a good spot to say amen. Because there, there's so much, people just need to be loved in the world, man. We have such a, a crazy world that we live in now. I think that's just a word for, for somebody tonight, that, that you are loved. Man, you're loved by the heavenly father. As dearly loved children, children delight in, in mimicking and imitating their earthly parents, right? We just talked about it. We saw that in the video. They, they delighted. They actually, the little boy was, was laughing because his dad was, was going, and he was doing it too. And they just, you know, that video just made me happy. It was so cute. And, and they, we delight in, in that. I remember imitating my grandfather, and, and it made me happy. We would, we would wrestle, and, and my grandmother would always just, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Because everything he did, I tried to do. You know, I remember working on this old truck with them, you know, changing the oil and, and stuff like that. Uh, but we delight in this. It's, it's a delight for us to do that because with my grandfather, I knew that he loved me. He, he loved me dearly. Like I, I, I knew that. And so it made me happy to, to, to mimic him, not just in behaviors, but characteristics like 
things he says, the way he conducted himself. I remember, um, and I wasn't, I didn't grow up in the church and, and I, I didn't get saved until I was actually about 16. Uh, but I remember late nights, staying the night with him. He would actually stay up and get ready for his, uh, he taught Sunday school back then. He, he would break out the Sunday school lessons and begin to read through them. And I remember watching them and, and it had a profound impact on me. And, and maybe that's the reason why I'm here tonight, you know, versus out in the world, uh, being crazy, but because we delight, we delight in in imitating people that we love, people that we look up to. Imitating parents is easy, right? Because we see them, we spend time with them, you know, uh, we physically see them, we physically talk to them, and and so it's it's easy. The question I have that 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 dawned on me when I was reading this, I'm like, how can we imitate? a God that isn't physically here, right? It's Paul saying, Im, Im, imitate God, therefore as dearly loved children. But I'm thinking, Paul, how do we imitate God that, that we can't go to his house like my grandfather? I can't go to God's house. You know, we can come to church, but not his physical house and physically go fishing with him, you know, spend time in the boat with him uh, physically and see how he conducts himself. And I, and, and I feel like God gave me three things, three things real quick. And then we're going to get out of here before the storms come and wash us away. Cause I don't have, I didn't bring my boat tonight. So I want to drive home versus float home. Uh, first thing, the word of God, the word of God, the Bible is our revelation of God. This is how God reveals himself to us. And and the Gospel of John, first chapter, first verse, it says, "In the big, in the beginning was uh, was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God." The Word of God. How do we how do we imitate this God that, for all purposes' sake, we can't physically uh, walk with or see? We can't see how He deals with people uh, at our job, but. God reveals himself through the word of God. 2 Timothy 3.16 says that all scriptures God breathed, useful for teaching, rebuking, and training in righteousness. How do we, how do we imitate God? How do we imitate this, uh, this God? First, we have to know his word because he is the word. Man, it's so important to know the word of God. Because as, as Christians, especially young Christians, uh, man, it, it's, 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 you know, this book is kind of daunting. You know, there's a lot of stuff in here, a lot of words, a lot of chapters, you know. There's a lot of stuff we sometimes don't understand. Um, but we have to know the Word of God. And if you download our app, we actually have a Bible reading plan. We have an app. You can go to the App Store, download it, just search uh, LifePoint Church GA. And we have, every month we put out a Bible reading plan because we want to encourage people to know the Word of God. Because if you don't know the Word of God, and you're not reading the Word of God, and you're not spending time in the Word of God, then you're not going to know God. Because he says, I, I am the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word is God. Amen. Uh, Ephesians 4, uh, 32, if we back up from the first verse we started with, he says that that Paul begins to talk about the forgiving nature of, of God, and actually, Ephesians five one is the conclusion of chapter four. So Paul is, is telling the Ephesians, he says, "Forgive each other, just as Christ uh, forgave you." 
He, and so Paul is telling us the nature of God is this forgiving, loving God. And, and then as you go on, we read five, uh, verse 5 through, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 5, 1 through 6. And then Paul begins to talk about things that are not fitting for the Christian. Things that, that God, what did it say? It says that there shouldn't be a hint of sexual immorality, obscenities, coarse joking. And so Paul begins to talk about the, the nature of God, the nature that isn't God, this, this worldly, worldly nature that we're all born into. So how do we imitate God? First, know the word of God. Know the word of God. Second, be a part of a Christian community. Be a part of a community. We imitate God through, through having unity through a Christian community. That rhymed, so you can remember it. I did that on purpose. I'm just joking, but for real. Um, have, be a part of a community. Be a part of a church. Look, we have a great church here. <laughs> just plug our church. Be here. Thank you. Praise God. That's a good place to say Amen. We have a great youth group. Amen. Because I'm the youth pastor. <laughs> I'm not, we don't have a great youth group because of the youth pastor. We just have a great youth group, and I love our youth group. Uh, pastor Josh Israel, I, I love youth ministry. I love discipleship. That's just my heart. If you get me alone, talk to me. I'm going to talk to you about youth ministry, teenagers, and uh, how we can disciple and reach this world. Uh, but we have a great church. Be a part of a community. Um, not just church, but friends. Uh, you ladies have a small group, right? And, and man, I hear such good things about this small group. And, and it's because you're being part of a, a community. How do we, how do we um, imitate God? It's through community. The, the book of Ephesians, really the main theme is about the, the unity of the church, Paul is talking about having this unity. In, in the chapter 4, it says that we're one body, one body, all, all one body. So we need, to be, we need to have this unity and be a part of this, this community that, that we, we can pray for each other. We can hold each other accountable when we're going through hard times. Man, uh, the, the church used to, if you read through Acts, they used to meet every day. It says that they would break bread daily and meet together and have these big feasts. And, and one thing, the reason why they met every day is because they were going through such hard persecution. They were, they were going through uh, people literally getting martyred for the cause of Christ. And so they would meet together and encourage each other and, and help each other and pray for each other. And, and this, this beautiful community, it, 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 it imitates God because we're all one, right? Because we're not just heirs, but we're co-heirs with Christ. We're one body of Christ. So be a part of a community. Come Sundays, come Wednesdays, be, get in a small group, get in part of a ministry, man. Uh, you know, get yourself plugged in. So the first is know the word of God. Second is Christian community. And the third is prayer and worship. So vital, so vital to, to be able to know God and, and to be able to imitate God and, and not just imitate God, uh, you know, but the characteristics, his, his, uh, who he is, it, it, who Christ was. We have to do this. Uh, we have to know him, first of all, to be able to imitate him. 
because we have a, a father, a heavenly father that loves us just like I love my kids. Man, I, I hate I hate when I don't get to see my kids. My kids uh, stay the night with uh, their aunt the other night. I mean, your aunt are sitting there, and it was just quiet. It was weird. Uh, my house is never quiet. There's always a TV on or somebody talking or, you know, something playing, uh, and it was just weird. So I don't know. I began to miss my kids. I was like, man, I, I haven't seen them in 24 hours. Or sometimes if I work a lot and I work late and have something else to do and I come home and they're in bed, I mean, I just, I just miss them the next day. And luckily, they, they, you know, the oldest ones have, you know, they could text and stuff too, so I get to text them some. But uh, spending time with God is the same thing. God wants to spend time with you. It's not just God saying, spend time with me. God wants to spend time with you. That's, a, that's good news. Like God wants to spend time with you probably more than you want to spend time with, with him. I, I want to spend time with my kids probably more than they want to spend time with me, especially as they get older. Right, I I I go into their room, uh, and especially Layla, I'll, I'll sit on her bed and I'll just mess with her just to get her mad, and uh, you know, or you know, just checking in on. Them. I mean, God's the same way. God wants to spend time with you probably more than you want to spend time with Him, because He's your Father and He loves you. Prayer and worship is the avenue which we do this. Prayer and worship, we draw. The Bible says, "Draw near to Him, and He will draw near to." us. Draw near to him who's going to draw near to us. The Bible says pray continually. Jesus, Jesus, the son of God, prayed all the time. There's times where he, he went by himself and prayed by himself. There's times where he spent time in worship. And he was the son of God. How much more do we need to spend time in worship and prayer? You know? And so, if we want to if we want to do what Paul's saying here, imitate God as this dearly loved children, as this community of this one body, man, we must, we must first know the word of God, get into the word, whether, and I always encourage my young people, I'll say, look, if, if you're not reading the Bible at all, start with a one day a week, start, you got to start somewhere, you know, I'm not saying read every day, the whole Bible in six months, you know, um, but start somewhere. If you're spending 10 minutes in prayer a week, man, let's try to do 20. The next week, try to do 30. What, you know, start somewhere because God wants to spend time with you. You know what I'm saying? So, man, let's read the word. Let's spend time as a Christian community encouraging each other. It says, it says uh, in uh, verse six, it says that at the very end, he says, he says, all these things are, are, he lists all the bad stuff, but then he says, uh, none of these are fitting for a Christian, but, but Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. He talks about being thankful, man, that's worship. That's praise. We need to do this, this stuff. Word, the word of God, uh, Christian community, prayer and worship. It seems so fundamental sometimes, are, you know, they, these are fundamentals to Christianity. But I tell you, people that win championships practice fundamentals, right? Uh, I mean, you can, if you go to the basketball game or if you go to practice, you're going to see them throw, uh, shooting free throws, you know, the fundamentals. Fundamentals are key. So sometimes I feel like whether you've been here a Christian your whole life 
you know, or you're, you're new to this. Man, we, we need to practice fundamentals. Fundamentally, as a Christian, we need to spend time in the Word of God. We need, we need fellowship. We need, we need prayer and worship. But this also enables, enables us to know the character of God and begins to enable us to actually know God in a deeper way. And then we're able to imitate this God that we have a relationship, right? Because if think about this, if I never knew my grandfather, how would I even imitate him, right? If we didn't have that relationship, I didn't spend time with him, I wouldn't know him to even be able to imitate him. Same way with God. If we want to imitate this God and, and live these things out, then, then we have to spend time with him. And that's it. That's a simple word tonight. Um, I know the storms are coming. We really want to get you guys out and home safely. So uh, if everyone would just bow your heads, close your eyes. Uh, if Larry would just put on a um, soft worship song. I want to ask you just one thing, and that's, do you know God? Do you know this God that loves you like a father? I know if if my kids were not around or maybe I didn't know them like I do, I would seek them out and, and restore relationship to them. Because, and that's the same way with God, we, Adam sinned and it broke relationship with, with our God and this father that, that, that loves us so much sent his son, Jesus, to restore relationship with us. Maybe you've been a Christian a long time and you've just slacked off in these fundamental areas and you don't know God like you used to or maybe it's it's you're not really imitating God so much as you're imitating the world now you've been spending too much time with the world versus with God and now you're seeing in your life where you're imitating more of the world than than God I just want to pray for you tonight and I'm just going to count to three and you know if any of that spoke to you I just want you to just slip up a hand and then you can put it down because I just want to pray for you tonight one two three see those hands put them down praise God for you let's just stand we're going to just end with prayer Everyone, let's just stand. God, we love you so much. God, we we want to imitate you, God. And I know sometimes we feel weak. Sometimes we do things that we don't we know we shouldn't do, maybe that we don't really want to do, God. God, I just pray over everyone that came tonight. I pray that you would Strengthen them in their weakness, God. Strengthen their faith, Father God. God, I pray that you would give us a longing to to know our Heavenly Father the the way that you want to know us, God. You've already reached down from heaven 
and, and gave us your word. You've reached down from heaven and gave us Jesus. Now it's our turn to reach up towards heaven and begin to, to know you. Spend time in your word. Spend time as a, a, as a community worshiping and praying. God, I just pray over everyone tonight, Father God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch them wherever they are, God. The hand, the people that raise their hands, God, you know exactly what they need, God. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus, they would feel your love. They would know a Father's love tonight, Father. God, we pray that, that I just come against the enemy and his lies that we're not good enough, that, that we've blown it too many times. God, I come against that in the name of Jesus. And I just pray for your grace and your mercy to just invade our lives tonight, Father God. God, and we just thank you that we just thank you that we, we do serve a God that is madly in love with us. That, that, that your love goes on and on and on, God. There's nothing that we can do that, that will stop you from loving us. But just like a father, you discipline and you, 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 you correct and you, you bring back in right relationship, God. God, we just, we just love you so much, God. We stand in awe of just who you are and just your great presence, Father God. God, I just pray just one last time for everyone as they leave tonight, Father God. I pray that they would go home and begin to search your word, that your Holy Spirit would would quicken us and that we would just be more aware of your presence, God. And um, God, as we go home, keep us safe tonight, Father God. Bring us back Sunday and everyone that's traveling, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'd bring them back Sunday uh, to hear an amazing word, Father God. We pray a special prayer over our pastor that's traveling, God. We pray anointing and, and just power over him and Pastor Donna right now. Keep them safe, God. I pray that you would just restore their spirits, God, that just a fresh fire, a fresh anointing as they just spend time with with family, God, and we just love you and we thank you for what you're doing at LifePoint, Father God. In your holy name, we all said, amen.